to Trinity's daily Bible podcast, an opportunity to share scripture and hope together. I am Mackenzie Kurtz, and I will be reading from Psalm 44. We have heard it with our ears, O God. Our ancestors have told us what you did in their days, in days long ago. With your hand, you drove out the nations and planted our ancestors. You crushed the peoples and made our ancestors flourish. It was not by their sword that they won the land, nor did their arm bring them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. You are my king and my God, who decrees victories for Jacob. Through you, we push back our enemies. Through your name, we trample our foes. I put no trust in my bow. My sword does not bring me victory. But you give us victories over our enemies. You put our adversaries to shame. In God, we make our boast all day long, and we will praise your name forever. But now you have rejected and humbled us. You no longer go out with our armies. You made us retreat before the enemy, and our adversaries have plundered us. You gave us up to be devoured like sheep. You have scattered us among the nations. You sold our people for a pittance, gaining nothing from their sale. You have made us reproach to our neighbors, the scorn and dispersion of those around us. You have made us a byword among the nations. The people shake their heads at us. I live in disgrace all day long, and my face is covered with shame at the taunt of those who reproach and revile me because of the enemy who is bent on revenge. All this came upon us, though we had not forgotten you. We had not been false to your covenant. Our hearts had not turned back. Our feet had not strayed from your path. But you crushed us and made us a haunt for jackals. You covered us over with deep darkness. If we had forgotten the name of our God or spread out the hands to a foreign God, would not God have discovered it since he knows the secrets of the heart? Yet for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Awake, O Lord! Why do you sleep? Rouse yourself. Do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our misery and oppression? We are brought down to the dust. Our bodies cling to the ground. Rise up and help us. Rescue us because of your unfailing love. Now, Psalm 44 goes through many stages, a reflection on the past, confusion in the present, and an outcry to God for the future. In some ways, I find myself going through those very same stages right now, a reflection on what used to be, confusion about what is happening right now, and a cry out to God about what the future holds. The psalmist starts the chapter by giving praise to God for the many things he has done for his people. In verse 3, the author shows that he is fully aware that his people have not won their battles by their own power. Instead, it was God who won with his right hand. The first eight verses are praising God's divinity and sovereign power. However, the psalm then quickly changes tone. Instead of praising God for the many things he has done, there is tension, anxiety, and confusion in the words of the author. He talks about the shame and disgrace being before them and the feelings of rejection from God. Needless to say, very different than how the psalm started. 
Amidst all of this tension, fear, and anger at God, there is a moment when the author tells of all the ways his people have been faithful to God. They have not forgotten his name. They've stayed true to his covenant. Their hearts had not turned their backs against him, and their steps had not departed from his path. They were doing everything right. To them, God had no reason to punish them. After all, the covenant promised to bless a faithful Israel, but to punish a disobedient one. Why was God punishing them? Was he not holding up his end of the bargain? Israel had done nothing wrong. I'm sure you can imagine the confusion and frustration that must have been stirring in the psalmist's soul. The final part of this psalm is a cry out to God. Even though the psalmist is aware that God has not actually forsaken them, it still feels like he's left their presence. He cries out to God, asking for his unfailing love to save them from their sorrow. This is how the psalm ends, not with a happily ever after ending, but with a cry out to God. We don't know what happens next in this story, which has some comparable qualities to our situation right now. We don't know what the future holds, but I think there's something really important we can learn from Psalm 44, the importance of being honest with our God. This psalmist held nothing back from God's ear. He praised, questioned, and cried out to God all in 26 verses, and God heard every word of it. Although it seems like God was nowhere near this situation, he was actually right in the middle of it, listening to every word the psalmist spoke. So know it's okay to question God and to cry out to him. He hears you and he cares about the things that are troubling your heart. Lay them down at his feet. Don't be afraid of hurting God's feelings with your words. He's so much bigger than that. Be honest about your struggles, your hurt, and your grief. God can handle them. He simply wants you to come to him and cast all your burdens on him. Thanks again for joining us today. We hope to see you next time right here on the Trinity Daily Bible Podcast. Thank you.